Wow. I want to just share with you, I'll, I'll try to just condense it down uh, so that you just get the core of it. But I, I want to just continue one thought just related to the seminar I did. I want to uh, share this thought. Here it is. It's called Sons Break Strongholds. Sons Break Strongholds. And uh, so uh, the Bible's very clear. If we're a son or daughter of the living God, we're called to be a builder. And so there's nothing in life that doesn't require building. You want to build, a marriage has to be built, has to be sustained. Relationships, we build them, we sustain them. A church has to be built. There's nothing happens by accident. Everything must be built. Our relationships are like a garden. They can have weeds in them and they become overgrown. Our, our, our garden of our heart and our relationships need to be nurtured. And you need to, to protect them. So Adam, when he was given a mandate, was given a mandate as the son of God, put in a territory, put in a place in a garden, and his mandate was cultivate it. In other words, nurture it and develop that garden. And the second thing he was told to do was to protect it. So in other words, there's a warfare around being fruitful. There's a warfare around your marriage. There's a warfare around family. There's a warfare around finances. There's a warfare around your relationship with God. And you must become then a breakthrough person. So I want to just look just briefly, just this area of strongholds, strongholds. And uh, so we read in 2 Corinthians uh, 10 and verse 4 and 5, he says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to pull down strongholds, mighty through God, mighty through God, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So what he's saying here is very simply this, is that we are involved in a conflict, but it's not a conflict with people. When you start to get angry and reactionary and start to name call people, you've lost the plot, you've lost the battle, you're already defeated. Our battle is not against people. Our battle is against something that's unseen. It's in the spiritual realm. Unseen, but very real, hostile spirit beings. That's where the warfare always is. And they operate and they work through people. And so we end up reacting to people instead of loving people. We stand up reacting to them and then perpetuating or reflecting back the lack of love that's in their own life. So Jesus has equipped us. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare. We have a warfare and we, are, we have weapons God says you can use. But if you don't use them, you'll be defeated in the warfare. So we have to realize there's a warfare. And the warfare, he notice he talks about pulling down strongholds. So that a stronghold is something you've got to pull it down. It, it's, it requires an intentional effort. The word pull down is to demolish something. So everyone that's sitting here today, there is some area that you have to demolish. And it's when they went into the land that God promised them. He said, see that good and fruitful land? So I give it all to you and I've given it into your hands and I've, I've, I've overcome the enemy, but you have to go in and possess it. You have to do something. You want to develop in your relationship with God? There is a conflict over that. You want to see more miracles in your life? There's a conflict around that. You want to see greater breakthroughs of finances? There's a conflict around that. Everything God has promised us, we have to take hold of by the exercise of faith. It doesn't just come to us. So we have a spiritual battle. Every believer is called to be a warrior. Every believer is called to be a builder. Every one of us. So a stronghold, see? So freedom is a legacy given to sons. Part of your inheritance as a believer is you are called to freedom. Freedom. 
I just loved it up here today around that offering time, just watching everyone being free. I just think it was just great. I love it. Yeah. I just love it when people can just laugh and dance and enjoy God and just enjoy the freedom. We're called to that. We're called to liberty. Galatians 5.13, you are called unto liberty. You're called to it. (laughs) We're called to freedom. Man, I love that. We're called to it. You're called to freedom. And freedom, you can see it. You can feel it. Because it shows through people's emotions, the joy, the freedom. I mean, I watched up on the stage there. I thought, look at that freedom in the pot. I mean, there's, got, there's something inside there. There's a freedom in all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, exactly. There's more. There's more. There's free. There's, there's all, all this freedom. But you see, you, you actually have to take hold. It has to be taken hold of and then expressed and valued in our life. You're called to freedom, but you don't use freedom as an occasion of the flesh, but by love serve one another. So the real freedom we have is when we learn to love people and serve them. And anything that stops you loving people is a stronghold. Anything that stops you being free to serve people is a stronghold. It's resisting you reflecting God's love to people. So what is a stronghold? I'll, give you, I'll tell you about a stronghold. Let me give you a few things on stronghold. I'll, I'll name a few. Then just we, I want believe people today need a breakthrough. God wants you to get a breakthrough today. So, so if you just look up and say, well, what is a stronghold? Look it up. It's a fortified place, a heavily defended place behind which is an enemy. How about that? It's a heavily defended place. It's a place of survival or refuge. It's a place which serves as a center for a hostile group or a group that are all got a common mindset, see? So that's what, that's what the, the definition in the, uh, in, the, uh, in the dictionary is. But if I was to say, what is a spiritual stronghold? A spiritual stronghold then is this. It is an ungodly mindset. It is a way of thinking. It is a way of behaving that hinders you coming into the knowledge and experience of God. How about that? Let me say it again. An ungodly mindset, a way of thinking and behaving. And it's got several characteristics. Number one, it's probably been established over a period of time and you got used to living with it. Number two, it strongly resists change. So you can come up all you like and say, oh God, I, I, I have a new resolution. I got a new resolution this year. That's why they never work because they rely on the flesh. They rely on your willpower. And sometimes underneath it, there's something else. The third thing about a stronghold is it, it's empowered by unseen spiritual beings. So there's something energizing, something is giving it power. If you don't dismantle what's giving its power, then you, you struggle to change. And a lot of people come and they love the atmosphere. They love to experience here. And that's wonderful. But God wants you to change and become a worshiper and become a free person. Knows how to love people and serve people. See, that's, that's being free of it. Here's the second thing. Uh, the next thing about a stronghold, it undermines your relationships and success in life. If you have a financial stronghold, a stronghold of poverty, it will affect you getting wealth and growing successful and prospering no matter how hard you work. It's something resists change. It's empowered by demons. Another thing about a stronghold is it'll increase loneliness in your life because it's the secret part. It's the part you got hidden. It's the part you covered up. It's the part you don't want anyone to find out about. It's that little secret you're wrestling with constantly. That's your stronghold. 
And so in that place that you're wrestling, in that place, the stronghold, there's no revelation of love and you're isolated and alone and in pain. And so the trouble is when we have those strongholds, we try to look good. Come to church especially, try to look good. Where in fact, many of us are struggling with something. And then finally, here's the thing that's the key one, which it says very clearly in that passage. It actively obstructs you experiencing and knowing God. Let me say that again. One of the key characteristics of a stronghold, a spiritual stronghold, it actively obstructs you experiencing and knowing God. That's why you need to deal with it. That's why you need to find what your strongholds are and overcome them because they are standing between you and a greater dimension of God's love and blessing. If you have a stronghold, say, for example, of rejection, there will be a wound in your heart that came some point in your life. There'll be a lie or a belief, I'm not accepted, I'm not good enough. And that's been there so long, the demons now have gained access to your life and they continue the torment. So every time you look at life, you look through the filter of rejection. They don't want me, they don't like me, I don't fit in here, I don't belong here. It's talking all the time. It's a stronghold with spiritual beings that torment. They keep you fixed there. So when you have a, a stronghold of rejection, usually then unbelief gets with it and it stops you believing I could experience from God. It hinders you. It obstructs you. So God can be moving and yet you're gripped in rejection and unbelief and you can't receive from Him. That's why we need to overcome them because they exalt self. They put you at the front. They put your thoughts and your ways at the front and they stop you experiencing and knowing God. So we want to deal with them. Now, so let's talk a little bit about them. Examples of some strongholds. Some of these strongholds, and I know ones that I've wrestled with, have been in our family for generations. And maybe the wrestles that you've got and the struggles you've got have been in your family for generations. God calls you to be the generation that arises in faith and brings an end to that pattern. He calls you to be the generation that brings a breakthrough and builds a different future. But you can't build a great future if you don't address the things that obstruct you experiencing God and His provision for your life. So, so with, with strongholds, they're hidden often. Frequently, they're hidden. Frequently, they're secret. So sometimes they're secret, they're hidden away because we don't want anyone to know about them. Sometimes they're obvious. They're so obvious that people react to you because they see the way you are, unloving and reactionary and angry and, and, and a bully or critical or negative or passive, whatever it is. So there's many strongholds the Bible talks about. There's the stronghold of bitterness. That's the most common one. Stronghold of bitterness is rooted in hurts and offenses we never resolve. You don't always feel bitter, but you react. You complain, you're negative. You react hostilely when you're mistreated because you're interpreting it wrong. Stronghold of bitterness. The Bible says it's a root that defiles. Can you imagine having an enemy-occupied part of your heart where no matter what you do, there are hidden spiritual forces trying to work through your mouth, work through your mind, work through your attitudes to corrupt every relationship you've got. You understand, you want to build, you have to overcome your strongholds. It's not either or, build or fight, build or battle. I got to actually fight and overcome things that resist me building. 
that are in the way of knowing God, in the way of my marriage experiencing more, in the way of my family, in the way of my relationships experiencing more. Sexual sin and lust is another big one. Often it's been there for years. Sometimes it's been within a family. The mind tormented with defiling pictures, unclean thoughts. Sometimes we've done things that have opened the door to that and now it's become something that's got a hold of you and grips you and now defiles everything. You can't see people right. Instead of looking on people and seeing them as a beautiful person, the image of God, you're corrupted by the stronghold. See, bitterness, lust and sexual sin. These things defile us. These are strongholds. We can have many different kinds of strongholds. There can be a stronghold of rejection. We talked about that. It affects the way you see yourself. affects the way you see people around you. That's why men with rejection can't build great marriages because they want someone to love them and care for them and mummy them and whatever. They can't know how to love people. And God says here, husbands, love your wife. So these strongholds have to be dealt with. We've got to address strongholds that stop us being the people God called us to be. We're called to freedom. We're called to freedom. We're called to freedom. For some people, the stronghold is one of shame. Shame is a message that says something's wrong with me. I'm not good enough. Shame causes people to hide. When we feel something's broken in our life, we've been put down by people, shamed by people. Sometimes it's in some family. Sometimes it's in some cultures. They use shame as the weapon to hold you and control you. And when you've got that shame around, you can never enter intimate relationships. All strongholds resist love. All strongholds resist experiencing God. All strongholds leave you alone. So shame's a major one. It's a mindset. Something's wrong with me. We hide. Addictions are another stronghold. When people lack the experience of love, when we're, our, love has been violated or love has been withheld from us, that's what causes these strongholds. They're all love deficits somewhere. And the thing that will deal with them is not our fighting and trying and performing. It's the encounter with the love of God, the love of a father who loves us. So addictions usually are rooted in shame and pain. The pain of being wounded, hurt, abused, abandoned, beaten, whatever it is. And it's unresolved in the heart. And we feel a deep shame around ourselves. Shame causes people to go into addictions and that not only now increases the shame, it now gives them a secondary problem as well. We have to resolve those things. These are strongholds to deal with. Another major stronghold, and you see it today all over the world, it's fueled by media. Fear, fear and anxiety. Fear is a spirit, the Bible says. God has not given you a spirit of fear. He's given you a spirit of power, a spirit of love. Or putting it another way, God has given you a spirit that reveals your love and overcomes the fear. See, a lot of people right now reacting in fear because of what they see going on in the world. We're not to be that kind of people. We're called to be something different. We're called to be passionately filled with the love of God and having an answer to the fears others have. But how can you do that if you've got a stronghold of fear? You'll be attracted to things that stir your fear. What's going to happen? What's going to happen next? I have so many people living that way, fearful of what's going to happen next. Read the Bible. Tell us what's going to happen next. Tells us that the big end of everything is Jesus and his kingdom prevail over all things. It tells us before that there's going to be a lot of troubles in the earth. And yet the whole church or people get so full of fear when they see stuff happening. You're yielding to the wrong spirit. 
those things that are happening that engender fear, that are stirred by others engendering fear, are sent to try and attack you and bring you into fear, bring you to agreement with it. God wants you to be stirred to overcome it, to break that stronghold so you live in no fear of what you're reading and seeing. In fact, you stop reading and seeing a lot of stuff because your focus is on an invisible kingdom. Your focus looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. It's our faith that will overcome. How can you overcome if you keep filling your mind with the wrong stuff? We are not to be caught up with what everyone else is caught up with. We're to be caught up in praise and worship as sons and daughters of the living God, building a house that honors Him and having the boldness to come forth out of His presence with answers. Strongholds, they don't go away. You have to overcome them. And that stronghold is set in front of you for your maturity. If you won't defeat your stronghold, you remain immature. If you'll take the challenge and face and overcome the stronghold you have, you will grow in maturity. You will be able to build upon now that new piece of land. Like in the Old Testament, there was a piece of land that's occupied by the enemy. You want the land, overcome the enemy. When you've overcome the enemy, now you plant and cultivate and use the land for your benefit. That's how war works. So we're to overcome the places in our mind and heart where there are strongholds and to cultivate the Word of God, to cultivate the love of God, to cultivate faith. That's God's plan for us. That's God's plan, see? So all of these strongholds there, they're caused by violations of love or a withdrawing of love. The remedy will be the love of God. It's encountering what love is really like. Freedom will begin when we start to connect with the one who loves us and start to experience his love. When the prodigal son returned home, he was in a mess. And his father ran to him, embraced him and hugged him and loved him and restored him. That's what love looks like. How are we going to break strongholds? We're going to make a decision. I will do all I can to connect with the love of God through worship, I'll begin to engage him. Then I need to address the strongholds. Just without going into any of the things, I'll just give them to you just like this. If you're going to overcome a stronghold, you've got to recognize there's one there. Recognize the pattern. Everything begins when you recognize you've got a problem and call it by its name. Secondly, it requires you take responsibility for the change. Don't wait for someone to pray for you. That will help. But you've got to own what you have to do to deal with that thing. You're in agreement with something. You've tolerated it living in your life. It's your journey to overcome it so you can grow. Fathers give their sons challenges. Third thing we need to do to deal with a stronghold is resolve the hidden pain. Usually with a stronghold, there's pain somewhere. You were wounded, you were hurt, you were rejected. Someone did this or did that or withheld or betrayed. Whatever it is, under the stronghold, there's always pain to acknowledge and grieve over and bring to the cross. Is there someone I need to forgive? Do I need to release forgiveness to someone? Do I need to repent that I've held this thing? I've been in agreement with this thing. Do I need to repent that this thing has become an idol? I've bowed down and served instead of encountering God. I've let this thing dominate my life. See, God is wanting to bring us and His end time church is going to be full of worshipers, full of people that love His presence, full of people that are abandoned before Him, full of people that can flow with the Holy Spirit, full of people that can stay in His presence enjoying Him. 
knowing how to bring heaven to earth. That's the people God is building. That's why I want you to be free of the strongholds. Do you have to break your agreement, renounce your agreement with something? Then renounce it. Speak the words. Cancel your agreement with fear. Cancel your agreement with rejection. Cancel your agreement with unbelief. Cancel your agreement with those things. Cancel listening to criticism. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it. Break your agreement with it. And then make a stand and speak against it and resist it. That is what sets you free. But after you're free, you must build in that part of your life. Got no time to talk how to do that. But every time you encounter God's love in that part of your life, the revelation of His love helps build and establish us in truth. God loves His people. He's committed to raising up a family of overcoming sons. You're called to be one of them. You're called to rebuild, overtake and overcome the enemy in whatever part he's robbed from you. I believe some people today need a breakthrough. I don't know what your breakthrough is in, but people here today are needing a breakthrough. Perhaps it's fear and anxiety. You say, God, I've been listening to stuff, reading stuff, watching stuff. My fear is around. My fear levels have gone high. I really want to break my agreement with that, repent of being in agreement with that today. I want to refocus my life on the eternal kingdom and upon you. Perhaps there's something else, perhaps it's bitterness. You say, oh man, I had some anger and issues underneath in my heart. I need to address those. Come on, you deal with it today. Don't put it off. Name it and start to press and to change it. Perhaps it's some area of uncleanness that keeps badgering you, coming around you. Don't just, cond- don't just agree with it or tolerate it. Stand up and push it back. You are called to freedom. You are called to liberty. You are called to it. Jesus paid a price for it. It's yours to take hold of. If faith will rise in your heart, you say, I don't have to live with that stronghold anymore. I can push through that stronghold. I today determine, Jesus, you conquered that thing on my behalf. I'm identifying with you, breaking my agreement with it and breaking through it today. What is it a stronghold of poverty, stronghold of failure, whatever it is, you say, God, today, I want to deal with that thing. Who is ready to deal with something today? Who is ready to deal with something and say, God, I can see something in my life. It's just there constantly. It's hindering me. I want to overcome it. Sons overcome strongholds. Sons are fighters. Sons are warriors. Sons learn how to stand up, be man and woman of God. That's you. That's you. That's who you are. Don't let the devil tell you you're not that. That's who you are. Don't you live out of the old identity. Live out of who you are now. You're a son. You're a son of the living God. You are loved. You are blessed. You have an inheritance. Freedom is your inheritance. Reach out by faith and take hold of it. Come on. Let's stay together. Let's stay together. 